Welcome to my channel. This is Mario Lord, also known as Real Estate Guru PK. On this channel, we talk about my real estate endeavors. We also have the top real estate producers and the top entrepreneurs in the country. Be sure to click the link below with Justin P with his Support Black Colleges marketing course. Also with Jason White's Crack the Code affiliate link, click that below as well. Also to support the channel, Weeble and One Finance, Chase Discover, Robinhood, and Public a Stock Trading App. We hope you enjoyed this episode. This is Real Estate Guru PK signing up. All right, all right, welcome to the episode. I got um, B-Mac, a.k.a. What a Barber. Sir. Um, let's start with, uh, how'd you get your nicknames? I get my nickname. Um, I remember I was in barber school with my homeboy, Nick. We had just went to a, um, a barber college. I mean, no, we went to a barber competition. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And back then, that's when niggas used to smoke. You know what I'm saying? So we just chilling. Dang, I don't know where we went to Whataburger. Yeah, we had to go to Whataburger. And then we were just like, Oh, we ought to be water barbers, you know what I'm saying? And so we was gonna have a whole little clique, you know what I'm saying? Have a whole crew, but uh, he really stopped cutting. I just took it along and kept moving. But I mean, it was clever, you know what I'm saying? So people gonna remember water barber, mm -hmm. just like Waterburger. When you hungry, think about Waterburger, you are gonna think about me. You feel me? How'd you get the name B Mac? B Mac. <laughs> well, my first name is Brandon, last name McKinney. So that was easy. I've been B -Mac. having B Mac for like since a kid. Like my mama, like I called my mama. She went, "Hey, B Mac." So. People gonna know that because I mean that's simple to name, you know what I'm saying? Um, let's, you want to start with your childhood or where you want to go? Wherever you want to go. <laughs> All right. Um, so you from Dallas, right? Dallas, Texas. So how'd you? Um, what brought you to Houston? Um, well, how, how was Dallas like? How was Dallas like? I mean, I'm finna be 37, so. In Dallas, I mean, back in the day, totally different from now. So back then, I mean, all I did was really just play basketball, play sports. You know what I mean? Go to school. I mean, we played outside then. You know, then even if you couldn't go to the wreck or something, you'll be we stay in apartments. You and your homies dribble everywhere, or go find a park. You know what I mean? So that's all I really did: play sports, pretty much, pretty much. That's it. So, um, how was your upbringing like with your moms? Oh, my mom, uh, she was strict. You know, it was one of them type of things where you'd be like, "Man, I can't stand her." Like, you couldn't talk on the phone. You got. I mean, I'd just be like, uh, I'd be like, can I? She'd be like, I don't know, can you? Like, she's strict, you know what I'm saying? But I appreciate it because it made me who I am today. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but the first question you was like, what brought me from Dallas to Houston is, um, of course, you know, back then we used to always try to play sports, you know, uh, try to go somewhere and play. But I figured that I'm not going to play anywhere. So um, I thought about staying in Texas, so I'm like, was it going to go to Austin? Was it going to go to San Antonio? Was it going to stay in Dallas? So Houston was like the best thing to do. You know what I'm saying? So chose U of H. I remember I went and had, did a visit, and I ran track two as well. And I had, a, um, I think, regional track meet, and it was in Waco and Baylor or whatever. So I had went all the way to the thing, and then my mama dropped me off in Baylor on the way home. You know what I'm saying? So then now, been here since 20, 2003. Was she tripping on your tattoos? Nah, I got my first tattoo when I turned 18. 18. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I was out of school, though, when I turned 18. I'm a summer baby. So I got my first tattoo. It was like a little B, you know, like the old English B everybody get, mm -hmm. like the old English letters. Then I backed over when they got my B-Mac tattoo with a basketball on there, like a week later. But nah, she wasn't tripping. Cool. That's cool. I mean, uh, well, now it was so cool that when I first got here and got more tattoos, <clears throat> uh, one dude I used to go to, 
she come out here and got tattooed from him, so she started getting tattooed. Are your mom's? But she, yeah, but she not like tatted <laughs> like me. <laughs> so you, you got your mom's on tattoos? Yeah, yeah, I got on tattoo. Yeah, okay. So yeah, but she not tatted like me. She got a few, but not tatted like me. So what, what got you like? What got you in a couldn't hear? Couldn't hear. <laughs> really, honestly, being cheap. So back in the day, I used to cut your own decide, hair. yeah, cut my own hair and then go get an edge up, like cut it all even low. But also, my dad used to cut hair all the time, so I wasn't used to going to like the barber shop. You know what I mean? So he always cut my hair when I went to his house on the weekend. So I barber ain't been in my family. You know what I mean? So he always cut his own hair, cut my hair. But then I, I got some clippers, all even, then go get an edge of being cheap. Then I'll just start practicing over and over. Then I had like people in high school that I tried on and got better. When I went to U of H, start cutting, cutting more. So I've been cutting a long time. It So nobody taught you how to cut hair? You just, yeah, no yeah. tutorials, nothing? Uh-uh. No I YouTube? Mean, we, when YouTube like that, we didn't have 20, mm-hmm. what, 2021? Not 2021, 2001, I'd be fucked up. <laughs> yeah, you <That's> good. <laughs> So 2001, yeah, I mean, we might have, it probably would, no, I don't even know when YouTube started, but it definitely wasn't no tutorials, but it made sense to me. Like, if you got the guard open, it's going to take off less, and then, you know, just practice with it. But I didn't really do all that fading until I practiced on other people. Like, mine was just all even. Do you consider yourself an artist? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, one of the stories I always tell people is that, during uh, when September 11 happened, I was actually in art class. So I really think art really helped out because um, my art teacher was the female's basketball coach. So me and her clicked like that. So um, just being in art, you know what I'm saying? So. You draw? Yeah, I can draw, but I think that's what helped. But I'm not like an artist like that, but I could draw. Like I used to draw like Mickey Mouse and all that type of stuff and bubble letters and all that type of stuff. So I could draw the cartoon, but... Not like that, like that. <laughs> but I think that helped, especially <clears throat> learning all the little small stuff when it comes to art, you know, did in art class. So your first love was basketball? <clears throat> no, nah, first love was football. Oh, football? Yeah. Uh. But no, I played football. My uncle played football in the country. My mom used to sit me out to the country all the time. So my uncle was like real, real good. And I looked up to him, but um, he didn't um go play anywhere. Like he, he was that good to go to the league, but being the way they are in the country and the way my grandma was, she sipped him out to the army. So he went to the army or whatever, but we used to go to the field house. I used to be with him, you know, in the country, you really ain't got too much to do, go to the field house, work out and do that type of stuff. So I played like running back in corner, but I played more of corner. But in ninth grade, uh, I was like good, but they had me on the B team. Like, I'm like, you got me on the B team. And it's like, okay, cool. And I went straight basketball. So you wasn't starting? Mm-mm. Oh, I started on the B team, but uh, oh, so that was JV or, or no ninth grade? We had a ninth grade center. Oh, okay. so we had just straight ninth grade school and ninth grade center. So we had two teams that many people. Okay, because I mean we had two junior highs that went from having ninth grade to now they were just seventh, eight. So those two junior highs came together. So we was a big school. Do you feel like if you'd have stuck with football, you you would have made it? Nah, no, because I was little. I was scrawny. <laughs> I didn't work out. Do I, only thing I really did when I was younger worked out on legs because being short trying to dunk. You know yeah, I, mean? I don't. I, I just don't picture you that small though. Like how, how small was you? Man, I used to be like one thirty, one forty. Like serious? Yeah. I didn't okay. like my whole life. I've been between that and one fifty, and then I started doing the fitness competitions. Okay. So it never worked out to be big, but it got bigger. So what 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 got you into like like health, like being healthy and eating healthy and what are the competitions? So at first, like, um, 
start going 24 hour fitness because being small, you got a little beer belly and it's like, yeah, nah, I ain't trying to be like this. So I got the 24 hour membership and that's when I start going to Maryland or whatever. But, um, yeah. And then I cut this one chick hair and she was a nutritionist. And so she was like, Oh, I can help you out with that. And then one of my homeboys, Cosmo, shout out Cosmo. He was like, um, oh, the, um the promoter. Well, he don't, he don't really promote it anymore, he but he make the flyers and stuff. So with him, he was like, um, my book, he had that on his book list to do a fitness competition. And so I was like, shit, I'm going to try the same one with him. And then the old girl was like, she felt like I was disciplined and knew that I can follow her stuff. And I followed her stuff. And then from there, she, I did that shit for like four or five years. But that shit tough, man. Because <laughs> you got to think about you can't drink. You got to eat a certain way. And then let's say Friday night, Saturday night, oh, I got to go to the gym so I can't hang with my friends. So it was cool. I won a few competitions, but nah, that lifestyle ain't for me. It was cool, you know what I mean? But Nah. What makes you so disciplined? Uh, I don't know. Maybe that's just in my blood. I don't know. I guess. I don't know. But I'm disciplined, though. So. Well, why do you have so much self-control? I think it's all mental. If you want to do whatever you want to do, you're going to do it. You know what I mean? I, I feel like it's mental, so... You want to win, you're going to do what it takes to win. Mm, it's, so, it's, not, it's not that easy to a lot of people. It's not. It's not. But uh, I try to motivate people and tell them it's mental. Of course they know. But, I mean, like, something simple is, like, I feel like the mind is strong. You know what I mean? It's just like I used to smoke uh, Black and Miles back in the day when I drink. <laughs> and I seen the commercial with the lady. was like, da, 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 da. Well, I stopped smoking like that. <laughs> You know what I mean? I mean? Cold turkey, I don't know, because it's mental to me. Like, if I want to win, I'm going to win. Like, if I, like with basketball, I want to do this. I want to get this move off. I'm not going to leave until I get this move off type of stuff. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? You know, back in the day, you like you got, you got can't leave the gym until you make a shot mm -hmm. type of stuff. So, I don't know. So, I don't, I don't, I don't like quitting. Yeah, so. what, what do you think the, the, um, the discipline started at, the self-control started at? Like, how, how early of an age were you? Mm. Develop that. I think it probably had to do with my mom being strict, and I got to do the right things. You know what I'm saying? But probably just being in sports and competitive all the time. Like you can't be good to be the best if you don't. You know what I'm saying? Be disciplined. Okay. But I mean, like with the competitions, I wanted to win, and I won. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, then I mean, if you really look at it, like. I think it took about a good 90 days to transform your body. I'm like, after that 90 days, I'm going to look a certain way. 90 days is going to go by fast, time fly. You know what I mean? Do you consider yourself the um, the number one barber in Houston, Texas? Nah. There's so many people that are good at cutting hair. It's enough money for all of us. So when it comes to barbering and cutting hair, I don't, like, I don't even care about that. That's why I don't really post haircuts on my page like all the time. Like, But in reality think about how many men are in the world like it's enough money for all of us everybody's good it's like i mean i mean you consider yourself one of the tops yeah top, but yeah. when it comes to barbering i like i really just honestly do it to make my money go about my business and had a had a relationship with the people that i've been doing y'all been, been cutting here for almost 20 years so i don't even care about that type of stuff anymore i mean but you got to be one of the you got same guys coming to you for the, like the last years so like, yeah. you got to be well, up there I mean, I, I'm good at what I do, of course. The good conversation. Uh, one of the biggest things that a lot of people come to me because I go by appointments and I'm on time. You know what I mean? I'm not one of those type of barbers that <clears throat> Late. tell you be here at one 
and then they don't get in the chair to two thirty three. You know what I'm saying? So that plays a big part of it too. Do you? Do you, I'm not trying to be funny, but do you consider yourself like a psychologist? Because you know how like. Well, I think it more be of a therapist, like a therapist. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's more of that. So people are able to come in, even my therapy, like they they be my therapist too. So like I got situations, and they be like, "Hey, what happened last week? Did you get through that?" You know, mm. same way. And then you just got those relationships with them people. So that's what I enjoy more. You know, and don't get me wrong. When I get the haircut and they pick up the mirror and they smile and they cool, yeah, mm-hmm. that that too. They put they make that makes me feel good. But um, the conversations, yeah, the meaningful. conversations. So, yeah. Um, have you got have you has have you had a a client that was going through like a rough time? And you got them through it. Yeah, a lot of them. And I'll be trying to tell. Can you like, talk about any like specific situations? Well, off the off the head right now, I don't have any. But okay. I just know like I try to like motivate people to do the right things, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? So like they, uh, I just tell them what what I feel. You know what I'm saying? And then it's just up to them to do what they. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I mean, I listen and give them my opinion. But I can't think of anything off off jump right now. Oh, that's cool. So um. Let's talk about let's talk about the Mavericks. <laughs> <laughs> the Mavs, man. We come nah, nah, we ain't coming back, but <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean, one game at a time. Yeah, one game at a time. It's possible if we win game five. Um if we win game five, they gotta come back to Dallas for game six and then you never know what happened in game seven because they didn't think we was gonna win game seven against the number one team. So it's possible. Who 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 do y'all think y'all Y'all need to beat the Warriors right now. Like, what what specific player? As far as, see, I, I, I was on TikTok mm-hmm. arguing with people because, like, one day, the Mavs straight. The next day, they need help. Mm-hmm. I really think right now to beat the, the Warriors, I think all they need to do is just drive the ball and make mm-hmm. shots. Like, they don't need anybody else. And then people are like, oh, Luka needs another person to do this. But I kind of feel like when we play iso ball, you know what I'm saying? What's the point of having somebody else? You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. they're not going to have the ball. Because mm-hmm. that's what we got Brunson and uh, Spencer did with it for. Mm-hmm. So let's say if Levine or Bradley Bill or somebody like that comes, what what would be the point if Luca holds the ball for 17 seconds? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think Levine could play off the ball a little bit. Yeah, but he probably going to the Lakers, though. So, you know what I'm saying? Do you think Aiden is the answer? Because y'all, y'all, y'all give up a lot of offensive rebounds. Uh, I mean... The white pal is not, <laughs> but he does what he's supposed to do when he's supposed to, but he doesn't give us enough, but we definitely, you know, I think we definitely need somebody who can rebound and make, make, make shots in the inside. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. not necessarily saying a Chris Bosch type person, but somebody can make shots. Like think about Al Horford or something for the Celtics, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah something yeah. like that. It's a little piece. Yeah. And we definitely need a vet. We don't have any veterans. So everybody young. I think kids enough. I think he's think in that so? locker room telling telling everybody. You don't think he's telling everybody what they need to do? And if work that's on? the case, we win the lost game too. Uh, you got six minute bonus. You don't drive the ball. You doing you um. But you know, it, it's a fragile league now. These coaches can't like like back in the day. Chris Webber got into it with Don Nelson. Mm-hmm. And Chris Webber was gone. Um, I forgot who else. Spreewell. Spreewell's. Ostracized, he's kicked off the team. I know what happened with what happened, but it it was a it was about the coach. Um, George Carr got into it with Glenn Robinson and Ray Allen, and they're gone, and then they rebuild. Like 
that's not going to happen no more. It's a players league driven. It's, it's driven by the players now. Yeah. I think it started with LeBron playing quarterback. You know, when he's playing a manager. Mm-hmm. Um, I think kid, if he's not saying what he needs to say, is because he's scared of stepping on toes with Luca and. Well, I mean, I get that point, but what I'm saying is, <laughs> you got six minutes of bonus. It's so easy to tell your team to drive and stop shooting shots. Just like when we won, well, they did it a little bit in game uh, three. We still lost, but game four, they stopped shooting those shots. Like you uh, spent uh, on uh, Finley, he started pump faking and going to the hole. Look how many times he scored in the hole. Like he went to the hole like five times, got dunks with three times. Like he could have easily told them that. You scored 13 points in the third quarter. You was up 14, 15. Now you down. Well, actually, you was up by two before the fourth quarter. Luca went to the hole one time with two minutes left. Like, that's dumb. I'm a point guard, so I already know. Why are you getting loony? You ain't got loony on you the whole game. Now, why are you shooting jump shots over loony? Why are you not attacking him, get fouled, boom, free throw? You can get 13 points off free throw. Do you feel like they, they were scared of getting hurt? Getting hurt like an injury hurt? Yeah, yeah. Nah, because, I mean, we're driving now. So that's nah, they don't make any sense. I think it was just bad coaching. Like, you got six minutes of bonus. Anybody knows what to do. Drive to the basket. Well, who's who's a better coach? Are you kid or, or Carlisle? Uh I think y'all would went that far with Carlisle. Uh, that's why I about to say, cause kids show great coaching skills when we play uh when we played the Suns. Yeah. Like, hey, your boy def- I got a whole video showing about how he broke it down and made the defense and you go look at the difference between game one and two to the rest of the season. I mean the re- the rest of the series. Like kid did that, so that's what's pissing me off right now. It's like, come on, man, like this offense had to be better. You gotta make them drive. But like I said, do you feel like he's scared of slipping on toes? Not really. I think he's for Luca. He's for Luca? Yeah. So but it's just like Luca's just young. I mean, he's not really young, but he still got to learn. Dude. He's like a grown man, though. Yeah. That, that Euro League is like, he is. He's play, he was playing with grown men. But he still has to understand that level of the Western Conference Finals, though. So he's young in that sense. But I feel like he's going to get him a ring for sure. Yeah, I think I think y'all need one more piece. <laughs> yeah, well, probably so. Probably so. But I feel like um, with being another piece, yes, a better big, and also – at first, I like Spencer Dinwiddie. I don't think he really liked that. So I think we need another person that can go score, and then hopefully we don't lose Brunson. But so you don't, <laughs> you don't like Dinwiddie no more? Nah, I, I used to, but I feel like now I'm paying attention to his game. Really, honestly, all he does is just he just dribble, stand up, and do a step back, or he try to get to the hole. But he does a lot of stuff. I'm like, what is this dude doing? <laughs> So I liked him at first. But I thought now, he was your answer, to be honest with I you. I thought he was at first, but he was playing good. My homeboy in my group chat, I always be like, oh, dumb with it. He called him dumb with it. I'm like, oh, he made he uh he what he he scored the game winner. Like I'm always, I was on his side, but now I start looking at him like, yeah, he not it. <laughs> but I mean that was a that was a good trade for Porzingis. Oh yeah, way better. We wouldn't be here if but we I'll, had mm-mm. Okay. Nah, we wouldn't be here. Y'all y'all probably lost in the first round. Probably so. Because first of all, he wouldn't even been in the game. He'd probably been hurt. Exactly. <laughs> but oh. I feel like also the Mavs need to do better with um, Bertans. Like, they don't run no plays for him. So it's like, you know, if you you know how you playing at 24 or something and somebody just running around because they don't know where to be, mm-hmm. it's like he just be running around. Bro, if you can call some plays for him, like Steph, and get him open off the screen, that boy is a flamethrower. Yeah, so shoot. that's why I'm not understanding. The only time they call a play for him is off of inbounds or something. 
Like, bro, he just be going to screen, run over here, just trying to get to open space. But if you get a play for him, but he's going to knock it down. <laughs> but I, I feel like Kid does not want to step on Luca's toes. Maybe so. Mark Cuban loves Luca. Everybody he, loves Luca, man. You heard, you heard what he said about, about um, what he choose, Luca over his wife? And he's, he's like, I'll go to the divorce. I'll get my divorce right oh, now. Oh, I didn't even. Uh-uh, you hear that? Uh-uh. He, he loves Luca. <laughs> Luca gonna get him some rings and bring us some more money. That's probably why. Because mm-hmm. I mean, Luca, the truth. I'm sorry. He like, he like LeBron, but can score. <laughs> if, if y'all don't sign, um, what's his name in the offseason? Y'all think y'all y'all gonna bring it back or y'all? If we don't sign who? Um, the left-handed dude. I forgot. Brunson. Yeah, Brunson. If we don't sign him, um, uh, I think we'll find somebody. But I don't really like. I like Brunson, but I don't feel like he can go he's, to another team and do what he's doing. Do the same thing because I'm like. So you think you think he's like JJ Burrell? Yeah, he is our JJ Burrell, yeah. but he way better than JJ Burrell. But yeah. that same sense, like beating the Lakers four yeah. zero. Whoever Laker fan listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> When Barrera left, he was like, he had to come back. When he went to Minnesota, he he didn't get like no PT, he didn't mm-hmm. do nothing. Yeah, but uh, I don't feel like he he works good with the mask because you got to think about it. his only game is trying to just do all that get to the hole. But if you number one for somebody's team, that's not gonna work with you being little. So your game gonna have to change, or less it's another player on that team that can go get their bucket too. Okay. But if he's like the main person, then that's easy to stop you. So. Let's let's talk about the twenty seven Mavs. <laughs> so everybody says that LeBron. That's the, like nobody talks about this. Them losing to the Spurs in twenty fourteen. They just talk about that twenty eleven. Yeah. And I was talking to you before we started. Um. So you feel like the Mavs was a better team than the than the Miami Heat? Well, I mean, you know how like I think overall y'all had a better team, but they had those three Hall of Fame players. Like and y'all just had Dirk. But it was, what that was their first year, yeah. yeah so it's yeah, kind of like, you got to think about sometimes, because I've done it, I've done it, like being at, at 24. I'm on a team by myself, and it's like no other scores, but if you focusing on me and I pass him, just mm-hmm. pray he knocked down a shot compared <laughs> to somebody trying to get the all-star team because everybody can't play together. Exactly. So I feel like that's what happened, really. You know what I mean? And I feel, I feel like Dwayne Wade, Piggyback on what you said, I feel like Dwayne, like LeBron and Dwayne Wade was still trying to figure out whose team it was. Yeah. They were still fighting over the ball. Mm-hmm. Like it was a lot of shots that Dwayne Wade took that LeBron should have took. Yeah. But then then you see later on with Kyrie, like LeBron kind of needs somebody to make those clutch shots. Yeah. Because I mean, I mean, you can't do it. I mean, <clears throat> I, you need two people to do that. You do. So you need two people for sure. We ain't got two people, but I say with Spencer, then with the end, Brunson, they made two. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but it's just if Luca gets the ball out of his hands, like he can't be trying to just pick and roll at the top end for 17 seconds. That's it. If we just move the ball and penetrate, they they tough to beat. Because, I mean, me and my homeboy, we was like, when we first got him, and then really in the second half of the season, we were like really number one in everything. I think behind, behind besides defense, we was number two and three with the uh, Celtics in Miami. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, we used to literally dribble the ball, swing, 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 and shot wide over shots. So I was really like, can't nobody beat us? So I have no idea why we're not doing that. But they do that when Luca's on the bench. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you feel like when it's all said and done, Luca's going to be one of the top Oh, yeah, for top sure. 10? You for think sure. he's going to be top 10 of all time? 
man, I don't know if it's top 10, but he going to be up there. Like, you going to know Luca Because he going to do everything. And then right now, like, his stats are already cold. Like, closeout games, he averaging more than 30. How you feel about his defense? You know what? With the defense <laughs> thing, me and my homeboy text each other last night. Uh, I don't know why he tries to play standing up and play with his hip. Mm. But last night, he actually got down in the stand, so he he's did. capable of doing it. He did. I think <laughs> I think they ridiculing him a lot, and he's hearing about it. Yeah. So he wants to play defense. Yeah, man. but he actually, that boy got down in the stands. I had, hey, that boy got down in the stands and played defense. He wasn't trying to hip, you know yeah, what I'm saying? So yeah. I have no idea where he learned that from. <laughs> I think kid probably showed him how to how to uh, do yeah. it probably. But yeah, uh, he in the in the off season he needs to go to doing them uh, walls sits so it, so them uh, thighs can be mm-hmm. alright to get down in the stand. <laughs> how you feel about Dirk? Like you, is Dirk in your top ten of all time? Uh, he's he's definitely the top with power forward. You know what I mean? But I don't think he's gonna be top all time. You know what I mean? You don't like think he's top ten? Huh? You think he's gonna be in the top ten? Of all time, yeah, nah, it's too many other people all the time. Okay. But Dirk, especially legit. You think he's top twenty? <laughs> I mean, that step back a fool, but he yeah. won the championship. But I don't think it's still a lot of people that's better than him. Like don't get me wrong, he's a seven footer that can score like crazy. But I don't know. You think if he were, he won at 06, you think he would have been in the top ten? So to me, if he won at 06 and then won, and then I mean, he probably could have. Yeah, because 06, I can't remember. I'm getting 2011-06 mixed up. Y'all had Daniels, Marquise. Y'all had, who else y'all had? Y'all had, y'all didn't really have a really good time. Uh-uh, we didn't. But, uh, they should have won, but we ain't going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say he won. <laughs> you feel nah. like the referees? Um, oh, yeah, for sure. Dwayne Wade went to the free throw line every, every play. Eased them back in there. Because Dirk was playing. I'm talking about Dirk was playing, playing. Mm-hmm. So... But also, maybe they owed us one for twenty eleven. <laughs> how you you think Luca? You think Dallas gonna win next year? <clears throat> nah, next year when it comes to the NBA, you don't know because you don't know with uh, injuries. Injuries, you don't know trades, last minute trades. Because I don't feel like we will like again. I don't feel like we'll be here until after the trade before the mid season. So, but I'm glad that I'm glad that they're getting. <clears throat> What's the word for it? They're getting, um, like, they already played game seven and stuff with um, with the Clippers. So I feel like when they came into game seven, experience. I don't know why I couldn't figure that. Okay. So they're going to have more experience now. So they, well, that's why I feel like they did better than the Suns because they didn't have no game seven experience, and we already been through that. We already had two tough rounds with the Clippers. You know what I'm saying? So they're going to be more experienced for sure. Lou is gonna be more experienced, and then I feel like I said I feel like Jason Kidd is good with him. Okay, um, let's talk about how'd you how'd you cut Joe Budden's hair? Like, uh, how'd you meet Joe Budden? My home girl Denisha. She uh, this is before Instagram was popping. I think it was more like Twitter in the back in the days when you we used to be on the uh, the video chats. You know, and like the oh, like uh, tiny chat. Or, or, yeah, them. Yeah, and okay. hold a bunch of video yeah, chats. Yeah, so yeah. I guess. Uh, she got cool with him like that, and they came in town, and she put me down with him, and then I cut him like five times. Over, oh, so, yeah. You still you cool with him? Uh, I I guess I cool with him. I mean, if he come in town, you know. What I'm <laughs> but okay. as far as just like talking on the regular, like nah. But the liveest thing that he did was um shouted you out. Like one time he came and he was like, "I'm looking for a barber in Houston." Uh, 
especially my boy Water Barber. You know, and everybody just on Twitter tagging me, tagging me, tagging yeah. me, calling me, calling me, and then That's we linked dope. up. So yeah. Did you did you get more um, revenue? Like people started hitting you up after that. Like you got more 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 heads. Uh, I don't think cutting a celebrity really gives you more heads, but I mean it does solidify you more. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes to uh, cutting celebrities, like I don't care for cutting celebrities anymore. You know what I mean? Because they can go to anybody. Like you know what I mean? Like these days they don't care who their barber is. Like. If uh if I'm not gonna be like your main barber, take yeah. me on tour, I don't care. Like I'm not. You know, I was just about to ask you that. How much would they need to pay you to take you on tour? Well, it's just gonna have to depend on like I'm gonna have to think about the future. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And then I gotta think about how long it's gonna be. Then what, I gotta what if it was like what if it was like for like six months to like like Steve Harvey, he his barber was on tour with him and then he lost his hair and then he was paying his barber like it was something crazy. It was like 10000 a month or something. Yeah. But all of it has to really just depend because I know I have clients that are stick with me, but like six months, I got to think about, okay, after the tour, oh, y'all, I'm back. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to think about how much I lose like that, how much people find another barber and be comfortable with them, mm-hmm. even though I do have people that be with me. Like, I got one guy, uh, he'll go see his kids uh, out of town in Beaumont, but if he got a haircut the next day, he gonna come get his haircut for Boma and then drive back. Even mm-hmm. though he's from Houston, he's staying in Houston, but like I know people that that's gonna be loyal, people that's gonna be with me for a long time. So it's just gonna be like really the situation. How does it set me up for after the six months? You know what I'm saying? What if it was for a year? Well, it just depends. It just depends what is gonna set me up because you gotta think about all those clients gonna have to find another barber and they might be comfortable where they at in that year. You know what I'm saying? So it really just depends on like the setup and the money what we talking and what it can do for me for the future. What if they're like, I'm going to give you 200000 for six months. For how much? Six months. 200000 for six months. Oh, yeah, we in that thing. <laughs> <laughs> we in that thing, for sure. So you wouldn't be tripping? No. On oh, them finding another bar at all? Not for 200 because you know what I can do with 200 Yeah. Exactly. Okay. But if it's something like 60, nah. 60, like, so 10 a month is not enough? Nah. Okay. I don't, honestly, I don't think so because when I come back, like, I got to build them back up. You know, I might, let's say, I'm going to just put numbers together. So let's say if I had 60 regular clients and then I'm gone for six months, I might just get back 30 of them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They might hurt hurt me just for this quick. You know what I'm but. What about 100? Is that enough or no? Honestly, it just depends on the situation and time okay. and who it is. Like, because like, think about it. I also can win, let's say, if it's a certain person I can learn. You know what I'm saying? I might learn different stuff on stage. What if it was like like Mark Cuban for like six months? Mark Cuban? Oh yeah, I'm with Mark Cuban, (laughs) Because she, when I come back, I'm like, hey y'all, I ain't even cutting no more. You know what I'm saying? Uh, He told me where to put this money. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. It's all the knowledge. Exactly. Yeah, so, like Mark Cuban for sure, I definitely, whatever, you know what I mean? But like, when it comes to like, remember I talked to you earlier about I'm waiting for all my cryptos and all that stuff to do right how I I believe it's going to be you know what I'm saying? So they be like, um, uh, when I get the millions, I'm gonna stop cutting hair. And I was trying to tell them like, nah, I'm gonna still cut hair because it's gonna be the people that, I mean, I'm gonna still, it might not be the whole week. It might just be Friday and Saturday, then maybe Saturday, just cut people I'm cool with or had that relationship with, but yeah. Cause I'm, I ain't trying to cut hair forever. So that's why right now I just cut Thursday through Saturday. I'm just trying to ease on. But you, you got a nest egg though, right? 
uh, like not necessarily the nest egg, but I got like different stuff. I have money in to help you to grow. I mean, that the yeah. crypto's a nest egg. Yeah, like you can cash out and you, oh, yeah, you'll yeah, be yeah. comfortable. Mm-hmm. Okay. What? Well, well, so, with that being said, when do you see yourself retiring from cutting hair? Probably. Or, or are you gonna do it forever? Probably uh, cut forever, but it ain't gonna be like because right now the goal is to make more, make more and cut less. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not already slaving like some people probably cut to 10 o'clock at night no i'm yeah. done at six o'clock yeah you know what i'm saying and um so i probably gonna cut forever as long as like me still been playing basketball as long as i can still walk and stand up because mm-hmm. that's something i like to do like like you know i like the the people that come in the conversations and stuff like that it's still like 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 how we like to play basketball yeah. it's still something like that i still like to cut hair i like my art i like my work you know what i'm saying so i don't think i ever just retire unless well, even if I do make meals, like I said, I'm still gonna cut hair. It just might not. So be. it don't matter how much you make, you still gonna cut hair. Yeah, that's cool. Because I mean, still you I'm enjoy still, you enjoy cutting yeah. hair. So it's still gonna be those people that, like, I'm not. I might not cut back to the numbers again. Sixty people a week. It might just be twenty people. You know what I mean? I'm still okay. gonna cut. What 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 are you? What what cryptocurrency are you in right now? Right now. Uh, my main one is uh, Ava. And that's the same one Mark Cuban's in. I don't know if he's still in it, but I've been in that for a minute. A-A-V-E. It's a DeFi. Um, Did you get into Doge like Mark? Nuh-uh. No? Most of them, most of the stuff I've been in, I've been in since 2017. Okay. And, you know what I mean? So all the stuff that I got in now, the latest one I got in now that actually did something, but you know everything's down right now, is uh, Mana, Decentraland. Okay. Um, the, the, I got the, in at like nine cents, and then it went crazy all the way like the five dollars. Did but you sell? No, uh, I oh. didn't sell. So mm-hmm. I mean, I've been up. You know, and I turned two hundred dollars to you know what I turned into. So mm-hmm. and now somebody can figure out the numbers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, I mean, I could have got out, but I still believe in uh, the metaverse and uh, Facebook Meta and all that. So I'm just waiting. Like it's only gonna go up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I put in the two hundred dollars pair of shoes. I ain't care. So that's what I kind of do. Like. Put small money in. I'm not putting big money in. So just no thousands of dollars. The only one I did is the Ava, but that was all profit money from when I used to do stuff with the Bitcoin. So Ava is the one I'm trying to take me to the top, and I feel like it will because it's not like Dogecoin. It's not like the BS coins. You know what I'm saying? It's actually a legit one. So just hoping, wishing, so praying. <laughs> <laughs> Is it um? Is there anybody you look up to, like like mentors, or do you have any mentors? Like, uh, I mean, like the people I look up to, they ain't like those. I don't know, but I mean, I'm a LeBron fan, so you know what I'm saying. I like Lil Wayne, LeBron, Lil Wayne, but you know, Lil Wayne not really active as much anymore. But that's what I came up on. But as far as mentors, that's why uh, you got dreads because Lil Wayne. Nah. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> that was just that. Nah, uh-uh. but now, um, like I, I got like older people that I, I cut, I cut their hair. You know what I'm saying? I just listen to them and get stuff. But like one guy, uh, his name Nobi. I'm cool with Nobi like that. I guess he didn't really get his meals or whatever he got. I don't know. I ain't gonna even say he got meals, <laughs> but <laughs> when the way he got his money, he said he didn't really get it until like later on in life. And I say he like what 55 ish or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he likes me a lot because, um. He he's like saying that the stuff that I'm doing right now, he wasn't doing that at, his, at that age. He had a job. Who like he just everything that I'm doing at like 36 or whatever. Oh, he wasn't doing that. He crypto. got 
No, no, just life. Like, oh, okay, like the slingshots and all no, that. No, just life in general. Okay. Like at his age, he wasn't doing this type of stuff I'm I'm okay. doing. So okay. he sees good in me. Okay. So that's why we connect like that. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, I have people like that that I can learn that I learn from, and other people I cut and just learn a little small stuff and have conversations with. Because you got to think about when I couldn't hear, I come in into it with so many different people. Mm. So they learn from me, and I learn from them. What got you in the slingshots? Um, right now I'm partnering uh, with my brother and uh, our other homeboy. So it's three of us, and they both had slingshots already. They had uh, sticks, so we tried to do like uh, a Super Bowl party. I think uh, I can't remember what year it was, but it was recently um, Kansas City and who was it? When Kansas City won, who they played? Are you talking about when they? I, I can't. It was in uh, Miami, but anyways, we had a party in Miami or whatever, and we was that's when we first started. We was trying to like put money together and invest and make more money and all that type of stuff. And so the party didn't do well, but we still got our uh, money back with the contracts or whatever. So um, you know, we used to always just have regular meetings of like, what we what can we do to get some money? You know, we went from thinking about renting out, I mean, buying uh, pressure washers, like all kinds of stuff, getting lots getting cars at the auction. We thought about everything. Oh, so they already had slingshots. And then one day I was like, oh, I think I want to get one. And then uh, the manual, I mean, the uh, the automatics came in. And so I got one, we had three. And so that's how we kind of started. You know, and so we just started that way. And so um, we found out people didn't really rent the sticks like that. Cause you know, women don't really drive sticks, but now when you get the automatics, automatic. more women can drive. Okay. And so then they both went and got one. So boom, we got five. And then we just worked our business, and I, mean, I think we got like eight right now. So, what other streams of income you got uh, besides the slingshots, cutting hair, the slingshots, and uh, stocks and cryptos? Um, I got a, a embroidery machine. I mean, if I wanted to make money, make shirts. I can make that, and I got a um, you know the cricket and heat press, so I can do shirts too. But who, I mean, I'm a hustler, so really. Yeah, saying, like, who, who, who got you in that entrepreneur? Who got you in the entrepreneur mind, mind friends? You like you? You never had a job, like you never had a. Um, well, when I came to U of H, like I, I, I in high school, I worked um, like KFC. Then I think after my first year in college, I uh, came back home. And I worked at like Walmart or whatever. But for the most part. Just uh, I always couldn't hear, and I think the two jobs that I had here in Houston, uh, I worked at Sears, and I used to have to uh, I sell sold electronics, and then I worked at Home Depot. You know what I'm saying? So them the only two jobs I had, really. But um, <clears throat> with uh, it just being me and my mom, and then I uh, she had my sister at uh, when I was ten. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't really I was still kind of single, uh, the only child or whatever, but me moving to Houston just being by myself, you know what I'm saying? Like I had to get it how I get it. You know what I'm saying? So but you like you figured it you figured it, figured out, it out. Yeah. Yeah. So my mom didn't really just help help like that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, if I if it was like if I needed some money because it was something bad, yeah. But for the most part, you just threw me in the water. I came down here by myself, been down here by myself since two thousand three and look where it is. Do you feel like you got it from the mud? Yeah. Okay. So I had to learn. Like I had like a lot of stuff that I wish that I know now, if I knew then, I'd be. Multi-millionaire. I'd be some. Because yeah. <laughs> I, so it's like a lot of stuff that you have to unlearn to learn. So, you know what I'm mean? saying? Okay. So, 
Like it's a lot of stuff. I used to be retarded. Like, oh, I ain't paying back my taxes, this and that. I mean, not taxes, but um, my student loans and just this and that. And I, at first, I ain't want to get a house because I'm like that. Uh, you know, all the stuff that you don't know. But if I, I mean, I've been having my house since 2016. But think about if I would have had a house in 20, 2007 or something. Yeah, like, yeah. come on. And then been in the game like been that when off. I had when I had the chance to do that. When I had a roommate when. When uh rent was eight hundred dollars, we splitting it's four hundred, and I'm I'm getting money. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you just don't know. I'm buying rims, twenty twos on Mustang, and just. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, is it um? Where do you see yourself in like like five to ten years? Five to ten years. Um, honestly, continue to make money, but um, hopefully, uh, married with a family. Cause I mean. You know, the way Houston is out here, I ain't in these streets or anything anymore. So really just that and uh, continue to make money. Is there like a deadline of you getting married? No, it's no deadline. Like, because uh, I mean, I had a deadline when he, like, I don't have any kids. So I had, I didn't have a deadline, but it was like, okay, I don't want to have kids before 18, then 21, then 25, then after 30. It was like, so you know what I'm saying? So you but, always want to be a father. Huh? You always want to be a father. Yeah, of course. But I just, I don't want to be no baby daddy. Mm -hmm. So. You know, I, uh, I was the same way. Yeah. So, I mean, really, I feel like I have a lot. I don't need too much more, but the family thing next, you know what I'm saying? So, no lie, I pray for a wife and a pray for uh, a family with kids. Like, I don't want to leave this earth without having a kid. You know what I'm saying? My, my mom's first son or my dad's first son. I at least want to leave with something. Mm -hmm. So, I definitely pray not so leave want, this you earth. Want, you want that legacy? Yeah. At least I'd have one. <laughs> You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Does it matter if it's a boy or a girl? <laughs> it, uh, you know you want a boy. You know you want a boy. Definitely want a boy, but uh, if it's a girl, you're not it's tripping. A girl, nah, I'm not tripping. Mm -hmm. She's she gonna learn how to play basketball. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, by that girl, she she would learn how to play basketball too. But I mean, I I really just want two, and I just hope that it's a boy and a girl because I want both. You know what I'm saying? But if it's two boys, I probably be cool. But if it's uh, two, two girls, we gotta try again. Yeah. So, so you had two girls, you're going to try for another boy. So you can be like Steph Curry, Steph Curry. I got to try. And he had like, he had three girls or before he had a boy, he had two girls. I don't know. Let me keep up with that. <laughs> okay, let me let me go through these questions and then we're done. All right. All right. Um, uh, rental property or Airbnb? Uh, I probably would say... Just from what I, the videos of people I watch, I heard a dude say, let's say if you got a rental property, you rented it out, and let's say, I'm just putting numbers together, and uh, let's say the mortgage is 1200 but you charge them 16 that's four four times 12, 48 at the end of the year. So AC go out, that might be, you know what I'm saying? So maybe rent. Airbnb. Airbnb? <laughs> okay. Um, commercial building a house? Uh, as far as just. Just owning it. Like, what would you prefer? Uh, that's tough, because, I mean, I feel like you'll make more money with a commercial, commercial building, building, but at least you have a home, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I at least want to have a house before I have a commercial building. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, money or equity? Uh, I mean, equity. Equity? Yeah, because, I mean... Sure, you don't make no money. You still got, you know what I'm saying? You got stuff you can sell or, but I mean, you need the money in case something you need it right then and there. 
Eight fifty credit score or a million dollars. That's tough because <laughs> <laughs> with eight fifty you can go get anything you want almost, but with a million dollars you can make some things shade too. Exactly. You, you so. can fix your credit with a million dollars. Yeah. And then you can still have a couple of hundred we mm-hmm. could probably have nine hundred and fifty thousand yeah. dollars. So I guess with that, million dollars. Million dollars. <laughs> All right. Um Barbershop or hair salons? Uh, barbershops. I'm a barber. Joe Budden or Gucci Man? <laughs> it was like, is is that research or that's just a regular question? That's research. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you named two people that I actually cut. So it's like, um, Joe Budden, he extra cool. Like how he is on the podcast and all that. That's how he's in him. real life. That's him. Gucci Man. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. When I got the call, it was like all-star game here in Houston. When he came, um, they told me I was cutting future hair. But then again, when I think about it, why would I cut future hair? If anything, it'd be an edge up because he got yeah. dreads. Yeah. When I got there on the tour bus, it was Gucci, it was Man. Gucci so Man. All the stuff you know about Gucci Man, like, you know, I'm like nervous. You yeah. feel me? He was with a bunch of dudes? Or? Yeah, he was on the tour bus. You know, they was on the tour bus. so I was like up, smoking? Yeah, they was doing everything. <laughs> <laughs> they had girls on there or just nah, them? just them. And so, like, I cut his hair, and he got lit. And so he was just chilling in front of me down there, falling asleep. He's like, you want a picture? But he was intimidating, of course. You know what I'm saying? But, well, I mean, it, both of them was a great experience. You was know? Waka with him? No, this is, uh, he wasn't with him. This is, uh, with it being all-star being in Houston, this is like, before Young Thug, and then the fu- funny thing, he was playing Young Thug in this thing. Yeah, so Young Thug was with him at that point. Not with him, but, you know, under the record label. That's when they did that mixtape? Yeah. Okay. Um, Joe, Joel Ortiz or Crooked Eye? Um, Crooked Eye kind of quiet, so Joel. Joel, he was talking to you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Worst by worst the five nine or Alvin Kamara, 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 my bad. Uh, probably Kamara. He cool because we vibe. We like the same type. You know what I'm saying? Y'all so, still cool? Uh, I'm pretty sure because one of his um good friends, I cut his hair on the regular. He played basketball. Uh, where he played at U of H right now, he was playing for um, he got picked up with the Pacers and now he playing for the DC um, DC G League team. So I know I'm always connected. Mm-hmm. It, was it a, was it a coincidence that you cut the whole slaughterhouse, or that, it just happened like that? Uh, I cut Joe Budden one time, and then he refers I, you to them, to Joel. Nah, they, they end up coming back again for um, a concert. Okay, so I went to their hotel, and so they all were there. They all were there. Yeah, that's dope. But I think I did. I can't remember. It's it's probably in my bio, but I think I cut one of them more than once. You know what I mean? Uh, slingshot or commercial building. Oh, commercial building any day. Okay. Swing shot, it's cool. But. <laughs> <laughs> At least it'll make your income, though. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate it, man. For Appreciate sure. Appreciate you, man. Already. Oh, my God. Appreciate you having me. Appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs>